Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go out to the Toyota of Hollywood guest line. Shop over 1,500 Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Very excited to talk to a heat champion, Leroy. A, three. A, a sniper. A sniper joining us. Antoine Walker, kind enough to join us on the guest line. Good morning, Antoine. Thanks for the time. Really appreciate it, man. Man, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Well, you've been representing. Uh, you were representing hard this week. We even really appreciate because we have you on. We've had you on all morning because you're on in our studios uh, doing first things first to see you all over FS1. Uh, and so we saw uh, we saw the topic when you guys were talking Joel Embiid, and you mentioned that the play the place form would be right down here in Miami. So for our audience who maybe didn't catch it, could you expound a little bit on why all the things that have gone with Joel Embiid, him and Jimmy Butler, the social media back and forth. Uh, why do you think this is uh, the the pl- this would be the place for him if he were to move on to a new place in his career? Well, I just believe in you know Pat Riley, Eric Spoelstra, the discipline the Heat organization has on players to be the best they could possibly be. I just really trust the, their impact on how good they can make players. Um, like I said yesterday, I felt like I was back in my life playing in Miami. Um, they got the max out of me. And the seriousness and his approach to the game, I think, would change if he played for the Heat. Um, I just think at Philly, he has a free reign. They've built their organization around him, and he hasn't taken it very serious. And that's why he struggled so much this year. I know he's been hurt a little bit, but I think that's why he's been so up and down. What is that? What is it like, Antoine, when you do come to the Heat from somewhere else? Like, could you kind of give us a little bit of insight? Because we always hear about, you know, the psychotic nature, the body fat test. But like, when you first come to the organization, what's that meeting like with Pat Riley or the trainers, where they say this is the kind of shape we want to get you into to to change your career? Well, I think Pat does a good job. One is the respect factor. One being Pat Riley, and you have a lot of respect for him and his basketball knowledge and what he's done. And then two, he breaks it down to you. He basically can go in there and be analytical and show you some, show you your stats and show you where you could be at if you if you was at this weight, if you was in the best optimal shape that you could be in. And you start to believe that. I mean, when you start to see your performance and you start to feel a lot better about yourself and your body, your performance gets a lot better. Um, that's really what, what changes it. And um, it's not something that they just tell you. It's something they stay consistently on, on a week-to-week basis as far as body fat and weight. Um, it's something that's a mainstay of theirs and, and, and the nature and the approach to the game. Uh, Pat Riley wants to win. Um, he wants to put a winning product on the floor. And I think that mindset sometimes is, is what you need um, when you're a young player to get that discipline in you because sometimes when you make especially the type of money that players are making right now, um, you need somebody to push you and, and, and put that discipline on you so you can get your maximum ability out. Uh, Antoine, you know, one of the problems that I've always had with Philly is this idea of the process. Um, and I've always mm-hmm. said, if you are a franchise and you accept losing and you let your players think that losing is okay, you ain't going to never be able to turn that around. And so when you see this team right now, 
it's almost like they don't have the, the mental toughness to fight through difficult situations because their organization has always taught them this is okay. Yeah, I, I would agree with you to a certain degree. I think obviously in the beginning it was it was nice to see the process and see them, you know, obviously making strides to become a better team. But I think now these guys are all-stars now. These guys are making all-star teams. So you expect something different. Right. I mean, they were one shot away from getting to, I mean, obviously from moving on in the Eastern Conference yeah. to possibly getting to the finals. So they one shot away. You would think that their mentality would have changed. Now, they're a great home team. If you look at the season, hmm. I mean, they've been able to maintain because they're 25-2 and two at home. So they're, they're a great home team. Um, they haven't got it done on the road, but and B numbers have dropped, and it's a reason why his numbers have dropped. Uh, he's less aggressive. He's shooting more jump shots. He's not you being the dominant force that he's capable of being. And I think obviously um, Philly has to take a little blame for that. I don't think it was a great free agency summer for them. Um, I think letting JJ Reddick go and Jimmy Butler was, was huge. You talking about two guys who can make shots? You know, Jimmy Butler was a guy that probably won four or five games for them last year. And a late game, late game shot. Yeah. So when you lose that, when you lose that type of production, um, the weight has to fall back. Those young guys got to understand the weight fall back to them. Um, I love Ben Simmons, um, but I'm so frustrated in watching him and his development because I think he could be so good and dominate the game. But the lack of not wanting to shoot a jump shot really bothers me. I'm not sure if he needs um, to go seek help with that. I mean, <laughs> to, to po- I'm serious. I mean, yeah. to post videos that he posted this summer of him making jump shots and fadeaways, and then you get into the real season and you don't even look at the basket right. past eight feet, it bothers me. Right. I mean, that's something wrong. And I, it's unfortunate. And the fact that the coaching staff has allowed that and not forced him to shoot some jump shots, is really ba- it really bothers me. So, um those two may not be able to coexist. I mean, it, it, you may have to break them two up. Um, and I just think for Joel Embiid in his career, if he wants to be that guy, I just think if it's one organization, um, the way they're built right now, especially with all the three-point shooting that he'd have on a team and that, the way they'll be able to space the floor, I mean, I think that will be the best situation for him. But it's still – he probably could fit in every team in the league, but I just think the Heat would have been the best best fit for him. That's what I'm talking about, Leroy. Well, but That's but what I'm it is. About. Think about this: they went downhill when they got rid of all that shooting. You know, so when they had well, JJ Redick, yeah. he could. But are you, I'm wondering if he's a little banged up, so he's scared to do all that banging inside. So he is being more of a perimeter big, and and you know I can't figure it out why he's not posting more guys up. And well, just, I thought last night. I mean, it wasn't like a. It was a good game from him last night, I thought. But it was mainly around the basket. He did make a couple threes last night, but he got to the free throw line 13 times. Right. Um, he was around the basket. I just see where he could dominate. He's a 30-15 guy. I mean, I know, this, I know the league is not a big man league, but he is the best big man when he's healthy and he's on top of his game. Mm-hmm. I mean, with his skill level, he can shoot the three, he can put it on the floor. He's got all the moves in the post. And he could be a great defensive player too when he wants to. So he's got he could be the, a very dominant player. You know, we got we got an opportunity. You know, I played with Shaq and we seen Shaq and Shaq was dominant. When you think about Shaquille O'Neal, the first thing you say, dominant. Right. He dominated the paint when when big men were really a part of the game, and that's what he, now Embiid can do the same thing. He can dominate. He should be able to dominate inside and put up huge numbers. It's not about numbers. It's about having a a dominant mentality and not giving guys night off. He lets his opponents off sometimes. 
We're talking to 2006 Heat champion Antoine Walker. has been doing some fantastic work on Fox Sports One this week. Antoine, you've done a you've done a, a bunch of SEC games, and there's been the the, the yes. Kentucky connection has been revitalized down here in Miami with Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Uh, what have you have you gotten to to make of Bam's development this year? Uh, he's taken a big leap, and I think he's even said that he's been surprised by the responsibility they put him on this year. But he's he seemed to really have flourished turning into an All Star season. So, what have you made from your your fellow Wildcats? Uh, Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero's uh, seasons in Miami? Um, you never know, you know, because Kentucky has so many, well, since cal has been there, he's produced so many pros. Probably, I think he's getting close to 40, but you never know how guys are going to be in the NBA because he's got, you know, four or five pros each year on the same team. But their development, I mean, you, you, have, to, you have to give the credit to the Heat staff. I mean, for Bam Adebayo, just, you know, the work that he's put in, um, skill development wise, being able, you know, he's handling the basketball now, um, making plays. Um, his athletic ability is, is second to none. I mean, so those things that you got to instill, and that's what everything in the player, you want them to get better and better every year. And I think that's one thing you got to give the Heat staff about uh, a lot of credit for is, is working him and getting him better to be even. I don't even know if he's a center, he's an undersized center, or is he a power four? It's, it's right. hard to say what position he is. Uh, with this team. And then Tyler Hero, you knew last year, covering the SEC last year, he had the swag. He made so <laughs> many big shots. Yeah. He had he made so many big shots for Kentucky last year during the season. You knew he had the, the, the swagger to be a good pro. Um, did not know he'll be this good of a pro right away, but um, he's going to be a terrific talent because he can play a little one and two. And he's got some, he's got that, he's got that it factor. I always call guys that you know, play with a little with a little ruggedness, with a little uh, with an edge to him. He has that it factor, um, so he's not afraid of the moment at all. So, but they got they did they hit they hit two home runs with that with those two Kentucky guys. Yeah, Riley said it before the year too. He's like, enough of this Duke stuff. We're going Kentucky, and it seemed to it, it really has seemed to work out for it. Um, before we get you out of here, uh, Dwayne Wade, he's getting his jersey uh, sent to the rafters next Friday. Uh, you guys uh, shared a championship. Do you have a, a particular Wade story moment uh, that, that stands out in your mind or just him as a teammate? Uh, what was that like? Um, I mean, one, it was great. I mean, um, one, obviously, um, his NBA finals was in 2006. I know he won two other rings, but uh, he had one of the best NBA finals in NBA history in 2006 and, and being on that team and being a part of that and watching him perform at that level was, was second to none. And he's from Chicago. I'm biased. Um, I love the way, um, you know, so I have nothing, nothing but great things about him. He was a great teammate to me. Um, we're probably not best friends, but we still are very friends. We're very respectful for each other. Uh, we do communicate um, via text message. So I'm excited about, uh, him going the routes and everything he's doing now, he, he deserves it. He deserves that. Um, he did so much for for Miami and in a place where, um, you know, where he made basketball relevant at, at a very high level. I mean, Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning did a good job of starting it, and then obviously D Wade and Shaq took it to another level, and, and Bronny and all of them. So um, I'm excited for him. Um, he deserves all that. He'll be a Hall of Famer one day. So he'll have this the, the retirement is going the, the jersey going to Raptors next week and and then after that we'll be watching this Hall of Fame speech as well. Um, but just a tremendous player, terrific talent. Uh, like I say, I'm a little biased because I'm from Chicago. We're both from there, so 
you know, he I pulled for him a little harder and believe, you know, in my rankings he's he's very high and, and when it comes to two guards. You know, I put him in that category with the Michaels, the Kobe's. Um so I have him I met him at a very high level. You 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 took a trip to Miami this year, like didn't you? Uh, were you doing like a, a speech to uh, to the to the, f- f- uh, the franchise, yeah, so the I young work, guys? What were you doing? Um, I do, yeah, yeah, I, I work for the. I do the financial literacy for all um, thirty teams in the NBA. This is my first year doing it, uh, where I get an opportunity to go back and share some of my trials and tribulations and make sure these guys try to do the right thing with their finances. But I did get a chance to go back to the Heat, and I hadn't been in the arena in a, in a long time, and it was just. It was surreal, man, to be in there and to see the championship pedigree that they have and to see my picture and face all over the place and the respect they have for the 2006 championship team as well as the other championship teams. And um, It was great. Um, it was a great meeting um, to have a young team, so hopefully I was able to help a lot of those young guys out. Uh, but um, it's always great because I hadn't been there in a while and to go back and see all the people that are still there, are still around, have been there you know, for the last 15, 20 years um, was great. That's awesome, man. Hey, you've been kicking ass with the broadcasting, man, and that's an awesome thing you're yeah, doing man. with the players. So, man, thank you, man. I'm congratulations. Trying to, I'm trying to get there one day, man. You should. Yeah, you're doing. You're doing a hell of a job, man. So, thanks for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Antoine. I right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.